Welcome back to another episode of Suds in Cinema. My name's Kyle. My name's Jacob. My name's Joshua. <laughs> this is episode number uh, 75, and tonight we are reviewing Space Jam, A New Legacy, and that's it. <laughs> we were planning on reviewing Gunpowder Milkshake. And, I was uh, talked out of it. Didn't get around to it. Yeah. yeah. Well, when the turn up is Dial going turn down. 12. <laughs> Can't be watching Gunpowder Milkshake. So, uh, what's up? What's new with you guys? Not much. Anything? <laughs> I'm going. I'm leaving soon. Going on my Forever? return. All right. See ya. All right. This is my final episode of Sets in Cinema. So, cheers, guys. Oh, I'm going back to Mexico this weekend. The motherland. Have said it. Yep. The motherland. And things are actually going to be open. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's exciting. Going to climb a wall, probably. That is exciting. Love climbing walls. Big Why don't you fan. climb a real one there? There's probably t- a ton. Not in city. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> probably. But there is in Monterey, which I want to go to sometime. I don't think I'm ready for the real thing yet, though. Do a V1. Yeah, I could. <laughs> probably. I don't know. But I'm excited. I'm trying more beers, of course, this time. More time there this time, too. Hopefully, I have not practiced my Spanish since the last time I went, so my Spanish is worse than before. You should be able to understand it, though. Uh, Tap into your inner Mexican. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Está bien. Well, that'll be fun. Yeah, super excited. Be following the untapped, see what you're getting. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> Lots of beers. We added four beers, beers and good food. Or five beers. Yep. So yesterday we went to uh, one of our favorite breweries, Bad Brewery and Bad Brewing in uh, Mason. It was their ninth anniversary party. Got to try some exclusive beers, and they were good. I thought good. the hazy was great. And they did their job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hooked us up. Did they? Did oh, they yeah. do their in job? In theory. Jacob says they did. I don't believe they <laughs> yeah. did. Yeah. You're like, I don't remember it, so it didn't count. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what happened, so I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no taxes done last night, of course. For you guys. <laughs> for uh, Jacob did all of our taxes yeah, for yeah, us. Yeah, I, <laughs> I did them. <laughs> he witnessed us not doing them. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's get into uh, this episode here. We got a beer. 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 We have a short sprue. Kyle, did you grab the one out of the, f- the freezer freezer part? I think I put one up there for you. Oh, thank you. Because they weren't they weren't cold cold. They're cold enough, but Kyle, I think I put it in the freezer part. Maybe not. Um, okay. Well, there's they were touching. He thought about putting it in. The I did think part, about so. it. You know what they say about what counts? The thought. See. We have. Tiramisu Blonde. It is an experimental blonde ale brewed with lactose, cocoa nibs, and coffee. The ale is hazy, light brown, and pours with a small white head. Scents of fresh coffee and chocolate meet initial flavors of roasted coffee and velvety chocolate. The lactose in this brew gives a beer gives this beer with a wait. The lactose in this brew gives this beer with a crown. That's not right. With a creamy mouthfeel. The finish is smooth and slightly sweet. So we're looking at 5%. 
Um, Shorts Brewing out of Elk Rapids, Michigan. Mm-hmm. So Michigan, Michigan made beer. And like I said, I don't think we've fe- featured a Shorts beer. We've never had a Shorts beer? I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, isn't that surprising? It, it seems hard to believe, but to be fair. Not the biggest fans. I, Shorts is respectable. Very, I love their experimentation with their beers, but they usually sound incredible and turn out to be pretty <laughs> yeah, that's, mediocre. That's true. Actually. Like this sounds great. And anything with cocoa nibs, I love so far. But it's got the lactose, Jacob. That he doesn't like, like it that works with this, though. Yeah, like, uh, IPAs, like IPAs, I mean. Yeah, it gives that weird off flavor. But I feel like with cocoa and, and everything, yeah. it should. It has like the flavor profile. Perfect. It's almost like so, a blot. Um, but this sounds absolutely stout. delicious, but I'm wondering. It'll be good. I have tempered expectations. Rightfully I, so. You know, their only one that I can say that is absolutely fantastic is their mule beer. Mule beer is very good. Melt so your brain. Good. Melt my brain. Mm-hmm. Good Melt too. your brain's really good. I don't know if I've it's had a that. Gin and tonic beer. See, I that's the only one I've had of that series, I think, is the mule beer. Oh, the cocktail series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Mule beer is great. Mule beer is great. They have that orange juice beer that's really good too. The the um the beer most or cider beer most is something. Can't hmm. remember. Haven't had that either. But I've never. I would say that I don't. I can't think of anything bad I've had from Shorts. I have bloody beer. Gross. Yeah, I haven't had. But that. you don't like. Bloody but you don't Marys. like Bloody Marys. Yeah, but that's just disgusting in general. <laughs> like even if it tasted oh. like remotely like a Bloody Mary, it'd be good. But it was just gross. And like Bloody Marys can have beer in them, but it's not fully carbonated. Where this is obviously isn't that like that drink that uh yeah loves yeah, but that's adding beer, like some beer into it. It's not a lot of beer. Mm. This is full beer with added, so the carbonation is kind of weird. But let's get into it. I'm thirsty. Soft rate is good. It's not amazing. Soft rate is overrated though. It well. It's great because it's easy to drink and it's fucking strong as shit. Yeah, like Rubeus though, which is better. Jacob's favorite beer. Uh, Rubeus isn't that strong though. It's well, how strong is soft rate? Seven, Seven and a half. How strong is Rubeus? Like, like six five. something? No. no, probably five. Okay, five Blushing Monk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's nine. There we go. But also a little harder. Is it though? It's drink. pretty easy. Yeah, but you don't. It's also that year round. Didn't have that very close. good yeah it is good it's light what kind of beers blonde blonde Blonde. oh that's why it's good similar to white stout yeah it's a it's you get those cocoa nibs yeah definitely cocoa nibs i love that's Um, the best part those cocoa nibs mm -hmm. not bad i like it i like it the aftertaste is like I feel like it's all coffee. That has a lot of decent I, bitterness. Yeah, I really get that lactose though on the end, which this blends so much better with the cocoa nibs than mm-hmm. with IPAs. Yeah, I don't get. Yeah, I still don't get the. I'm not sold on the milkshake IPAs. I think they're fine. Milk IPA, whatever you want to call them. Milkshake IPA. Milkshake. That's what I thought. I'm not sold on them. No, they're same. all every single one has been like well, actually mm. I don't think I'm gonna get sold on them like if anything 
the a good one would be the exception to the rule. True. Like it's not going to change your mind about milkshake IPAs. It's just yeah. Like, there's I'm not going to suddenly. Really, okay, yeah, I like all of them. Now. There's just one really good one. <laughs> yeah. I don't mind them. Yeah, I don't mind them, but they're just like. If I had literally any other style IPA to choose from, I would choose that over it. Mm. Yeah, kind of agree there. Yeah, it's good, but Not it does. Good. It also has that. I mean, it's very much still tastes like a blonde. It's not like I don't think it's as good as like State of Bean or mm-hmm. something like that. That's a, also a blonde, but I don't know. Has better flavor. It's good. So the other one called from outside. Bean, Bean flicker. flicker. Bean flickers. That's a coffee blend. Good. It's mm-hmm. a good one. Yeah. They're, it's just not my style. Like lo- coffee flavored light beer. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I like this quite a bit, actually. Any cinnamon on this? No. I mean, if it's tiramisu, it should be. Should have cinnamon in it. Definitely. I think it does. Tiramisu have to have cinnamon? I don't know. Mm, I know it's gonna have coffee, right? Pretty sure. I believe you. I have had tiramisu where it's from, and I have no idea <laughs> what's in it. Italy. <laughs> it yeah. just says coffee I, flavor. I think that was the first time, and maybe the only time I've had tiramisu. Oh really? Yeah. Mm, Egg I love sugar. I don't like, ma- like mascarpone sweets. cheese and cocoa. I think it's usually, I thought it was cinnamon on top. No, it's like, like chocolate powder. Mm, sure. I mean, Americans Maybe love it's our, optional. we love our cinnamon, it's, so we put cinnamon yeah. in everything. Do we? That was one <laughs> of the things that my friend Lisa, who's from France, said when she came mm. over, she's like, I am so tired of cinnamon. Why do you put cinnamon in everything? Well, I don't know anything great. that has I didn't cinnamon know that. in it. Like I mean, all dessert, tons of cinnamon. We're known it's like, for that. French toast has cinnamon or it's like cinnamon rolls or all our donuts have like cinnamon and just, yeah, lots of cinnamon. I don't know. I remember that was a complaint of hers that why do we put cinnamon in everything? Because it's delicious, maybe. <laughs> I, that's burner. what I said. I'm trying to get skinny. No, it's also good for uh, diabetes. There yeah, you go. I didn't know that. <laughs> all right. Anything else to say on uh, tiramisu blonde? Nope. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Cool. Are you ready to get into our featured review? Did we announce that we are going to have Taver back or Tavur? We didn't announce it, but I sure. just <laughs> wanted to say I'm really excited. We added S- another uh, <laughs> sour fruited Berliner Weiss mm-hmm. from, from our friends at 906. 903. <laughs> just kidding. That's what I said. I at thought. 90210. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, it's so hopefully, I mean, I can send it there regardless and I can pick it up whenever, but I should be able to get it by the end of the month because uh, it ships out July 22nd. So we will have it. We will have that order um, it's in time for time for what my the episode. I'll be back or is it going to be end end of the month? Oh, I don't know. Well, we can wait anyway. Like I'm saying Green Knight episode. Yeah, that's um. Possibly. Anyway, uh, we, I don't know if we'll be able to do it continuously because after 
like with my work, that's where I'm sending it to. Yeah. We'll be out of there for like a long time. So we'll have to find either another hookup or, I don't know, just say goodbye to it forever. Well, at least we get one last hurrah. Unless Michigan changes their laws. They're not going to do that. So right now, it's a new law, we've right? got... Um, yeah, they just changed it. That's true. <laughs> I you can change it back. Like, Let's change it back. Yeah, it's not, not working out. No, why not? it's not gonna happen. Um, right now we have one, two, three, four, five, Weed's six, legal, seven, eight, nine. We have nine Tavor beers, so it'll last us a good while. Yeah, and we can add more before the twenty second. Weed's mean, legal here, but don't you dare ship beer. We gotta keep the purity of the Michigan line of beer seems a little pompous it does it is canada does the same thing canada's fake they're very strict <laughs> they don't even allow like beers traveling across their like I borders know. crown royal is different too no but and so is labat labat's five percent there it's four or five here is it mm-hmm. labat's from london right mm-hmm. yeah London sucks. You got Labatt and Sorry, Beaver. all of our London, Ontario fans, <laughs> but your city kind of sucks. Sorry, Bieber, your city's trash. <laughs> I was not was not a fan of London, Ontario. Okay, cool. Uh, so yeah, Tabor <laughs> coming up in the uh, in the near future. Get ready for some amazing beers. We will. You guys can't try them. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. You can live through Seek our <laughs> vicariously. Through we'll us. describe them so well that you'll be able to taste them. Like, mm, this is good. You should definitely get this. Yum. <laughs> Best beer ever. <laughs> Who knows? Who's to say? All right, let's get into it. Uh, we're talking Space Jam, A New Legacy. Get your chance. Space Jam, A New Legacy is written by Jewel Taylor, Tony Rettenmeyer, there's Keenan like six Coogler, Terrence Nance, Jesse Gordon, Celeste Ballard, um, and then all well, the same people. Right. Um, uh, directed by Malcolm D. Lee, stars LeBron James, Don Cheadle, Cedric Joe, and Sanaqua Martin Green. Uh, plot synopsis reads, a rogue artificial intelligence kidnaps the son of famed basketball player LeBron James, who then has to work with Bugs Bunny to win a basketball game. Let's take a listen to a clip. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Oh, we rapping now? We rapping? Show them who you really are, notorious P.I.G. Your squad ain't all star, your squad is all jokes. All and just with one bar, most famous of all quotes. This battle is now over the that, that's all, folks. Okay, what did you guys think of Space Jam, A New Legacy? So, I really wanted to go into this. I didn't have high expectations, but I did. I thought a lot of people were just hating on it because they people hate LeBron for what 
every reason. And also, because it's not like the original was a masterpiece by any stretch. And it's not like Michael Jordan was a good actor. He wasn't. No. He was bad. So <laughs> I at least expected LeBron to be slight better acting-wise than Michael Jordan. But, yeah, it wasn't good. I didn't enjoy watching the movie. It was... Yeah. <laughs> that. It was just... Yeah, it, re, it did the same... What is all these movies? It's family. Oh, I know. <laughs> it's like, damn, third time, third week in a row. Family. It's all about family. It's all about family. Another um, repeat of an uh, actor, Don Cheadle. We saw yeah. a sudden move, and now this. Yeah. Then we had David Harbour last week. Sure. Sure. Yeah. And Cheeto put in effort. Yeah. He was definitely the working the hardest. Definitely put in the effort. But there's not a lot redeeming about this. I mean, maybe as a kid, you could find some enjoyment, but I don't. It was just so poorly paced and weird, just all over the place. And it's such a simple story that made it. I don't know. It just seemed confusing. Mm-hmm. A lot of the motivations didn't make sense, mm-hmm. which is fine. You know, it doesn't have to be. But you think even with a kid's movie, you could use that as like an excuse for some things, you know. But then you have like Raya, you know, that was a simple story, but it was still done well. And I enjoyed the movie. This was simple, but it just was still a mess in so many ways that... Yeah, there's little to that I really liked about it. Yeah, I mean, I didn't hate it. I just think that, you know, it, it only had so much going for it. You know, like, I mean, some of the visuals are kind of cool. Um, it's just it's just not a well-directed movie, and you, could, you felt the six or 20 whatever writers that were part of this movie. Cause you felt that. Because yeah. of all the changes and everything, but... You know, I don't think, I do think that LeBron did pretty well, honestly. There were some bad parts, but I think that has more to do with the writing than his actual acting just because it was, there was like corny moments and corny lines that he had to say that didn't really feel right. But when it was ever, you know, like just him doing something that wasn't, you know, meant to be acted well, it was, you know, fine. And um, I thought like... Obviously, voice acting is a lot easier, but I thought his voice acting was pretty good um, when he was in the animated version of it. I think that this one, the worst part about it was the animation of the making them 3D to make it like, I don't know, feel like trying to set it apart from the first one. And they like made them like in these horribly ugly animations. Yeah, I wanted to get to that, but that were just like horrible, but. It looked bad. Yeah. I mean, the drawing animations were whatever. Like, they were fine, but... They were good. The 3D animation was Was pretty horrible. Yeah. Yeah. It looked so bad. (laughs) Like, it looked like a TV CG. Yeah. It was... Some of the other effects weren't bad. Like, the actual visuals weren't necessarily all bad. But the Looney Tunes... But the Looney Tunes themselves were horrendous. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even though the other animations that they had, like King Kong and Iron Giant. Didn't look great. Didn't look as bad, though. No. Iron Giant looked good. Yeah, it looked I mean, exactly like it did. Yeah. And then that whole 
I don't know if I liked the Warner Brother bringing in all of their old movie characters. You know what it kind of felt like? Uh, Ready Player One, like they're trying to do something like that. It's like, <coughs> hey, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, this thing is dumb. But hey, look, you like this character, right? Ooh. And I almost felt like they're trying to like advertise Matrix and stuff coming out because they kept showing so many Matrix references. And they did have a Matrix coming out. Yeah, so. that was one of the bigger of all the references that they make. That it's like, it one was of like the multiple ones. times. That Harry he- Potter superheroes and Matrix, of course. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, a little bit of Harry Potter, but yeah, just tiny bit. Well, I mean, enough. They brought it multiple times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, what I'm saying, though. It's but just I mean, like, like hey. one of the tunes is literally reenacting the Matrix. Like, yeah, yeah. That's what, like stuff like that. They were actually in the scene. Yeah. And Game of Thrones, they did a decent amount mm-hmm. too. Because mm-hmm. that's still going, apparently. Well, they're doing the they're doing it's on HBO one. Max. Yeah. So all oh, the prequels coming. Yeah. yeah, gotta keep it going. It's keep like the hype four or Game of Thrones or something crazy. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, are you done? Yeah. General thoughts. Okay. Uh, yeah, I kind of hated it. Um, I I just think that the plot like should be so simple, and it's not. It's way overcomplicated. There, it, none of it makes sense. Like, it's just so dumb. And yeah, it, sure, it's a kids movie, but the first one was way more simple, and like, and that's why it worked. I think the first one just has this charm to it that yeah, it's not a great movie, but it's revered and still loved to this day for a reason. Like, it's not great, but like when it's when it knows what it is and it's and it's charming still, then people can look past more flaws. Whereas this is not charming in any way and it's not fun. So you're left with just a bad movie. Mm-hmm. So I think just that the whole like conceit of of algae and like his plan, like it just doesn't make any sense. And like, why would he, you know, he's first off, he's an algorithm. So like even having emotion just doesn't make sense. But anyway, uh, <laughs> if it's written into his algorithm, why would he, why he's would not he, AI, right? <laughs> why would he take, uh, yeah, he's not an AI. They didn't say AI. They just said, why algorithm. would he take LeBron in any, and challenge him to a basketball game? Anyway, he already had him in the server verse, like already. So like, why are you even giving him an escape route? And why would you challenge a basketball yeah, player like, to a basketball game? And how do you think that like, and why would you believe that, he even is going to follow through with his promise. Like what kind of, what's keeping him to his promise. Right. Like, isn't it, how does it, how does the game get, um, plotted in the first movie? Isn't it them? Isn't it the protagonists that challenge the, the aliens to basketball? Cause they don't know what basketball is. I thought it was so that they could get there. So that makes sense because it's Michael Jordan. Like, like they, you know, then the tunes capture him to, to help them. I don't know. Anyway, that's what I'm talking about. It's like just the difference is it's like, it's well, I mean, didn't he want, wasn't the motivation of him playing the basketball game to create the event itself. So people would watch it. So you're not going to have LeBron James doing a, you know, riding BMX bikes. Like he's going to want the most exposure. So him playing basketball makes sense. Yeah. But what's, 
what is he drawing people? Uh, this is getting, what I mean. Is I don't even remember. Are we getting, like, are we getting to I like just watched it? Just free open spoilers. Uh, yeah, my general thoughts are here. Right. It doesn't really matter. Uh, like what? What is he drawing people in for? Because he the, wants the Warner Three Thousand. Because his yeah. whole point was like to try and get views, and then he get, had an idea, and LeBron's like, "That's stupid." So it was his way to get force LeBron into doing what he originally wanted him to do. Exactly. Yes, if he's in the serververse, then he would be able to do like his original plan that he that they did the slideshow for. He has him in the serververse, so he can execute that plan. Scan him and like yeah. So what's I still don't understand the point of the basketball game. Like, doesn't that's unnecessary now for family. <laughs> If he's in, if he's in the Which server, I, I want to get to the basketball thing itself. It felt dumb as the way it's set up, right? Because the points were so meaningless. Yeah. At least in the original, it's just basketball. So like when they come back, you know how you've come back in basketball. You make two points or three points. Yeah, and you, that makes it every a lot. every basket in this is arbitrary because completely it's, arbitrary. It's like it's like oh, oh this is worth oh they wrap that's right. worth two hundred points. <laughs> right. <laughs> like okay, then it, there's no. There's no tension then. Right. Like, I had no tension because I'm just like, well, obviously they're going to win, so let's see what they have to do to get... And the fourth quarter was a total three points scored. It was 1,039 to 1,041, and then it ended up being 42 to 41. Yeah, there was like... (laughs) It just... yeah. And the the whole fourth quarter. The game had no, like, tension or anything because it was arbitrary. And yeah. Yeah. And also I just don't like like even just from the beginning it didn't work out. You know, one of the best parts of how they start the original is when he's like one more shot and then you can go you shoot until you miss. You know, like that part was like a very good part. What was this one? It was oh, he wanted to play games and the guy was like don't play games. <laughs> yeah. You need to score this to have money for your family well they have to like set him up as this like hard-ass dad right but yeah it doesn't come across well because that's 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 like at the basketball court scene with like any part with like when lebron has to interact with his family is it's bad but it just doesn't fit like lebron's character whereas like the original fit michael jordan that's how he would have been as a kid Mm. right Mm. shoot till you miss and he doesn't miss you know i don't know it just like that felt like Michael Jordan. Oh, you mean the very beginning, very when, he, beginning. when he's a kid? And yeah. He, yeah, and the then, game. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and I'm just like, here's <laughs> what they should yeah, have done. If LeBron <laughs> plays basketball, like everyone knows LeBron loves basketball. He plays yeah, because he loves basketball. He, was, he wouldn't be playing video games. And, and they should have, if they're going to be, you know, tailoring it to Michael or uh, LeBron James, he should have had the kid pass the ball and then his teammate miss the shot. Instead, like, because LeBron gets a lot of criticism for not taking the last shot, so like, why write a character for him? Like, if you're gonna be like, LeBron. <laughs> if you're gonna be like egregious or not egregious, but like very, um, you know, on the nose about it, have him pass the ball, or yeah. like he tries passing and gets a turnover or something, but he don't like. You got to write to LeBron and make it seem. Yeah, like I don't feel like tangible. anything in this movie related to LeBron other than being a basketball player. Like yeah. this could have been any basketball player. Yeah, like it didn't feel like LeBron, right. even though it was LeBron. Like Yeah, because he's like known as a he, nice 
guy like loves, loves basketball the game. he loves the game loves he plays because everyone and he like yeah he just kind of seems like they're, a dick. they're painting him as like a dick dad yeah or like a dad yeah that's well like that's what i mean is they have to write that just so so he can have there a can be character the family arc. element yeah. yeah yeah like but it just yeah it feels fake like we we it's transparent to us like we can see that it's anyone that knows lebron knows right the type of character he is obviously yeah like it basically made him look like he only plays for money yeah because he had to for money. To and they fam- also lift his family well, out of so coach, yeah, lift his family out of poverty. And well, that's the coach, not why he Yeah, they weren't trying to say the coach was his dad, right? I don't think so. Because that be I even didn't more? Um, his dad no, was, I don't think so. Because his dad wasn't in the picture. So no, no, I think that's that. why. I, no, I think they were just trying to paint as he needed. He couldn't play games because he needs to lift his family out of poverty. Yeah. And that's why he becomes hard on his kid because, mm-hmm. yeah, kid, it's like just a stepping stone to get to the point where he doesn't want his kid playing games because he thinks he has to work, whatever, or like, yeah, you know, it was just so at this. like weak. And then they threw in like a whole nother story point with to get bugs living alone and he wants his group back, which could have been just the story alone. Right. Maybe there's a lot of things that could have been like eliminated, too. I feel like I, I don't know how. I guess it would have changed the whole story, but I feel like it would have been better if they got like zapped into a video game instead of like this Warner server verse. Cause then it would have made sense. It just would have made like the ga- the style of game that they're playing. That just would have made more sense if they're in like an actual, or if they're in like the kids game that he made, which it is his game, but I don't know what I'm trying to say. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm lost. It's just an excuse. <laughs> the Warner server verse is like that seems like a lot of uh, a lot of people are saying that's just an excuse to get all of these characters together right and it's just like this marketing machine but i'm saying the movie would have made it's there was a point where i was watching the movie and i was like this would have been better if they were just sucked into a video game somehow like the game that he's making instead of it being mm, yeah okay serververse yeah. yeah i see what you mean like he could have done the glitch and like the glitch like took over and then ended up sucking them in. Yeah, because it doesn't yeah. make sense anyway how people are just like washing their phone and then they, and get, they get sucked, sucked in. in. Like what? Yeah, it's magic now. <laughs> yeah, which means you could have got. Yeah, yeah, I didn't get why they did that anyway. Why couldn't they just show people watching it and right. then <laughs> that was bringing people in? Because that was know. the whole point. Why does he want to trap everybody in there forever? Or like they're watching it. Everything has a camera. Like they're watching it and then they get scanned and then they're in like the they're in. They're uh, uh, they're still watching it on their phone, but they're also in the audience. Yeah, I just didn't get what what would be the benefit of trapping all of human <laughs> right. millions of people in the server. That's where it seems like just muddled writing. Like they had one vision, and then they just cut, keep getting like kept getting changed over and over. I mean, like I said, the point like yeah. his motivations, like you were talking about, bad motivations or poor poorly communicated motivations. What was Algie's motivation like? It seemed like he started out wanting LeBron into into this serververse so he can execute his plan of Make having it. him be in all of these classics from Warner Brothers. And he has that already. He has him in the serververse, but then they have to play basketball. And then he's like, oh, no, now I want to trap millions of viewers in here also. For what? And delete I don't all know. Looney Tunes. And then delete the tunes. Yeah, like he just says that. For no reason. Just to be yeah, evil. I know. And then, yeah, I'm like, why? Like, if you work for Warner, I mean, Looney Tunes is arguably one of their biggest IPs, and it still generates money, so why would you delete them? Like, you're 
you work for that company. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> like he literally just became, you know, yeah, mustache twirling evil. Oh my god! And if we're talking about effects, when he turns into oh my a god, seat, it's really it was bad. so bad. <laughs> I couldn't look at it. I was it was so bad. Oh, buff John, Don Cheadle. <laughs> I did love the Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, there was so okay. If we want to talk about goods, there was like three good parts. When they do the recruitment of the Looney Tunes and they actually go into the other worlds and the mm. animation changes to fit that world. Yeah, I that loved really uh, cool. the Wonder Woman. Wonder world. Woman, even the Matrix. Like, and they do uh, Casablanca, right? Yep. Um, yeah. The DC Superman one. Um, yeah, I, th- I thought all those were, you know, fun at least. And I liked how the animation was changing. Uh, yeah, the Michael B. Jordan joke was, was pretty good. Um, yeah. He said, well, you couldn't else. find Michael A. Jordan, so you had to get yeah, Michael B. B. Jordan. Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> I d- yeah, that was good. <laughs> like, if you couldn't get Michael Jordan to actually be in it, that's, like, the best thing you could have done. He's like, uh, it's been 25 years. I thought he aged gracefully. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, some of the Looney Tunes stuff still feels... Um, you know, like classic Looney Tunes stuff, which was was at least nice. Which are Looney Tunes? Like, there is no Looney Tunes show going on right now. Um, I don't know. I don't know. As I far as is. I know, I don't think there is. Okay, maybe not. But they have been making. I think that's what they were talking about. How, like, in the show, how they're like dying because. Oh well, they've been. There was a recent run of Looney Tunes. Was there? Yeah, yeah. not that lo- within the last five years. You can look on HBO Max. It has all of them. It has every Looney Tunes episode ever on HBO Max, and you can see what the newest one is. Mm-hmm. But they had a, they did a thing where they changed the animation, and then I don't think it did very well, and then they reverted it back to like kind of how they're supposed to look, and that was the newest one, I think. I haven't seen them, but yeah, yeah. it was. I, the Monstars were in it. Yep. Yep. A little bit. Nice little throwback Easter egg. Um, yeah, I mean there's just a lot of like dumb nitpicky stuff that I have written down, like like the the whole like game design thing like him design you know, designing this game and like the glitch and like this like when the air pops up and like his character gets deleted. It's just like you don't even have to be a kid to know that none of that's like realistic or how it would even happen. Like there's coding and, and game design for kids and shit like that, but it's not like that. Yeah, you, know? you do this one specific move. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, delete your whole character. Yeah. The glitch was caused by him, though, right? From LG Rhythm. Mm-hmm. He got that email from him. Wasn't it like no, it a happened virus in the game. or something? I thought it was like a virus. I thought he... Mm-mm. No, he learned later about the game when he was showing him in the... He's like, oh, and now we're going to level up. You know, and all that. And he takes his technology. That's when he thought about making the game, I thought. I don't know. Oh, it was so confusing at parts. Um, yeah, the... Uh, did you guys see the sideline, like, like the courtside characters? Like yeah. how they were all Warner Different Brothers characters. Warner Brothers, yeah, yeah. But they looked like Halloween costumes of them. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they looked so bad. Like the mask, the penguin was there. Uh, you know, a, a ton of Batman villains. Uh, Smith. Is yeah, Agent Smith. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but they mask, all just looked like mask? dollar store knockoffs of yeah. those characters. Like, I don't know. Just the White Walkers. It made it look. Yeah, it made it look like cheap. I'm like, I don't know why they chose to 
to f- even have them in focus or put the characters there if they're going to make them look like that. I thought they looked terrible. Yeah, I mean, like I, I, a lot of, I don't know, a lot of the CG looked pretty bad, which I'm assuming this must have had a pretty big budget. I would think so. I mean, mm, let's find out. LeBron, Cheadle, and others in it. Hmm. $162 million. What the fuck? Did not show. Oh my God. Yeah, I wonder how much of that was for LeBron. <laughs> Holy shit, though. Because, like, the animation couldn't have been expensive, and that was a wow. big part of it, right? Huge uh, yeah. And, like, that can't have been that expensive. Yeah, I mean, e- even the, like you said, the the new addition, the new CG versions of the tunes, they didn't look that it good. It looked bad, not just not good. It, I'm like, oh. Yeah. I didn't think the CG looked bad. I just think the character models looked I bad. D- maybe it was just bad design. Yeah. I think the design was bad. Yeah. Because, like I said, some of the it visual was like effects. Origi- were- original Sonic versus the updated Sonic. <laughs> Well, um, Is, I do uh, want to talk about the end a little bit. I don't know if like we need to go into spoilers for this, but well, we already this are. is at the end. Uh, so if you really don't want to be spoiled for Space Jam, skip ahead. Um, so going back to the glitch thing that we talked about and how, uh, you know, LeBron says that he's going to do the move and the glitch is going to prevent AI uh, algae from cheating. Um, but then Bugs ends up doing it right. And then they don't cleverly like find a way to because obviously they're not going to kill bugs or de- delete them or whatever the fuck you want to say, but they don't find a clever way to like uh, make it so he doesn't get deleted or you know is still alive. It's just like, oh, he just is. Oh, I'm a tune and nothing can kill me. Yeah, that's what he says. Which Such they a have a line out. in the beginning of the movie, like they try to set that up, but it's still it. Yeah, it's just a cop out, like just a way for them to not have to, you know, come up with some scenario and where he would survive. It's just like, oh, he's a tune. Nothing can kill him. Mm-hmm. So there's like it gets rid of the sacrifice part of it. Right. It's like he just knew he'd be fine. Yeah. I don't know. It yeah. was I thought it was really bad. I was like, oh, you know, it's could have some power to it. You know, a meaningful moment maybe in the movie for once. But no, he's just alive and fine for no reason. little homage at the end with the dunk the last dunk instead of stretching he uses the jump pad Mm -hmm. but it's like Mm -hmm. the same kind of yeah slow-mo one last basket have to make of course yeah i mean did you really think watching it that it would end any other way though no no (laughs) yeah it's predictable it's a kid's movie yeah but you want it to be at least interesting. That's, I think, what Jacob is saying by, like, all the points being arbitrary, mm-hmm. that it takes away how they're going to win. We know they're going to win. How are they going to win? That's the interesting yeah, thing. but when it's just like, oh, this random thing gives them 500 points. Yeah. And instead of, like, the, you know, like, the super, what is it called? Super juice or whatever? The secret. You know, in the secret, uh, the sec- yeah, whatever secret it is stuff. in the first one. Secret stuff, yeah. And you know, like they think they play better, but it's just like they have to just like believe in themselves. And this, it's like, um, just you just be, have to be yourself, yeah. be loony, no, just have fun. Yeah, have that's fun. the whole thing. You said yeah. be loony, yeah, just have fun. Yeah, which it was, 
Yeah. I mean, they couldn't go, right? They couldn't go back to the well and do like the exact same thing as. The I thought they were going to because he grabbed a water bottle. And I was like, please don't say anything on it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was like, don't do it. Yeah. They didn't think it wasn't terrible. You know, I like the when movie. they come back and they do. Um, Looney interesting. Tunes stuff. Yeah. Looney Tunes stuff. That's what you want to see. Yeah. But again, just with the game design aspect. Just, in it, That was the worst part. Yeah. Smokescreen bonus. <laughs> like. 1,000. Sure. I mean, why not 3,000? 99 <laughs> Wiley points, which what did nothing. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. just... Because like he a, went in the basket instead of the ball. Yeah. yeah. Um, I almost just wish it wouldn't been just regular basketball again. Or something like NBA Jam or I don't know. Or like Street. NBA Street type mm-hmm. things where you get points for... Well, that's what I mean by like if they were just sucked into the video game and that was the plot of the movie instead of this stupid algorithm like thing. I don't know. There could have been like a a better character like Don Cheadle's character, which he was trying the hardest like acting and stuff. And it wasn't all didn't all land, like especially when there's a lot of forced comedy. But he's he's obviously the best actor here and. It shows, like uh, Stephen Yeun. Yeah, what? Why was he in the Sarah movie? Silverman was in it. They were in it for three minutes, maybe. Yeah, they were the marketing director people. But they don't ever bring him back or have any, like. It, it was just there, like a cameo almost. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, yeah, I wonder if something was like, um, if something was like cut from the stuff with them was cut. Yeah, is it? Weird? Was it was weird to have her too, and not have anything funny that she did or nothing said. and yeah. that's her thing right right yeah she didn't do anything no it had to have gotten cut anyway like uh, the in a game right you're always you as the player you're trying to beat the game so you are the protagonist there's you know you, it would be a boss or a villain or something or or the opposing team even is the antagonist like that could have been your villain in the movie i like i also hated his kid playing against him because it's just like he like just I'm actually he's like, yeah, now I'm going to tear up my dad. <laughs> like it, like he actually did something that bad to him. He never really did. Right. Right. And he's just like now. Yeah. And then the whole family's on the sideline. You could be like because it's like he didn't believe him when he said he's going to delete everybody or trap everyone there. He like the son didn't believe him at first. Mm-hmm. But like his family's there, he could be like, "Mom, hey, hey, don't your dad's trying to save the world." Yeah, throw the game, son. Yeah, yeah. Well, well then, we they could have, then they could have the... teamed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to have the team up at the end. Okay. Again, who is this servicing? <laughs> Us or I mean, a coherent plot like that, the like first said, one Raya is a kids is movie. Super simple. The first right? one is a kids movie, and there's yeah. nothing like that in the in the first one. Like, like I don't have it's those just complaints. a straightforward. It's like, yeah, that's simple, but you know, it's a kids movie. That this was simple, but it had a bunch of weird things that just didn't. It was got confusing actually. Yeah, the like no the motivations, the scoring, the everything, just made it more confusing. Even though it was a simple premise. The execution of that simple premise was convoluted. Yes. Should have been more simple. Yeah. <laughs> and like they had to add in like the tunes leaving and that's how, I mean, 
yeah, you needed that for them, for Bugs and LeBron to go recruit them, I guess. But I don't know. It's just family. <laughs> yep. Um, anything else to say on Space Jam? A new legacy? No. Disappointing. I mean, I do you have high hopes for it? Yeah. But no, but <laughs> I did. I highly expected this to be just hated for no other reason other than it's trying to be a sequel. One, Well, two things. It's LeBron, and people like to hate LeBron. And two, it's a sequel to a cult classic. And I don't is it a cult classic? Uh, sure. Uh, nostalgic classic. Yeah. And people just hate it because they have nostalgic glasses on and think the original was that great, and it's not that great of a movie. Right. So I, I fully expected going on this being above like what the average would be and I wasn't. Yeah. And we were listening to actually it was on the radio like when we were driving today. They were talking about the soundtrack to the movie and how there's like all of these massive artists on and I can't remember any of the music from the second Wasn't one. it was it any of it original though? I it's thought, all original. Was it? Oh. I thought they used a lot of popular songs. That was no, well, were, the sound the songs were made for the movie. Yeah, they were like pop they're popular like Debate, what shape? Oh, Lil Baby. Baby. Lil Baby. Jeezy has a song. Jeezy, but they were like songs for the movie. His song was with, actually, Damian Lillard, who was Cronus. Hmm. Well, the point is like, I don't know. Like, I remember tracks from the first one. Yeah. And obviously the titular track, Space Space Jam. Yeah. Just a lot more memorable in that aspect, too. Like, I don't remember any of the music from this. I mean, I I guess I could be from only seeing it once. I've seen the first one. You know, probably 20 times. Right. But something also to point out. Okay. Uh, what are you saying out of five stars? I gave it a two. No, I also gave it a two. I gave it a 1.5. All right. Well, we are not doing a second feature, so oh, let's get into else. other things we've been watching. I've got two. I have four. Oh, God. Oh, no, I have three. Well, do you want to start? We can do our first one together. Oh, appreciate <laughs> And then you can talk about maybe the other two yeah. after. All right. So we're going to get into Fear Street Part 1, 1994. And then um, you can do the next two if you want. Okay. So you want to start? Sure. Go for it. I liked it. Um, I liked it. Yeah. It is... Um, uh, Definitely, I don't know. The I think, I think it it's like, you know, it's fun. It it has like the the slasher vibes to it. Um, so that you know that that's always you know nice. And um, you know the first one, the first one I like how each of these. It's hard. It's gonna be hard to talk individually on each of them because I've seen all three of them. So like, they all kind of obviously the story. There's a through line through the whole thing, so I'm gonna conf- I'm probably gonna confuse the three, but um, this one felt like you know I like each of them how they um, tailor and all the costumes and everything really fit the um, timeline that it's meant to be in or the time um, you know the year that's supposed to be 1994 is technically um, our present day that's the control so that the whole trilogy is based in 1994 with it going back via 
um, stories or via um, other things, which is the third one. But um, yeah, I liked it. You know, I liked how it, you know, it's, I love and don't like it for this reason. Uh, I think it has a little bit, a little bit of an identity crisis um, with all three of them. They, it's these books are well. It's obviously based on a book series by R.L. Stein, who is they call like the um, a lot of, a lot of times he's like the children of the Y.A. Stephen King, um, and obviously the I books. I read an insane amount of goosebumps. Goosebumps, right? R.L. Stein, he's fun, you know, fun books, um, but they're definitely Y.A. Um, where this um, series bumped it up, so it, it was actually a, a R rating. So you added a little bit of um, blood and you added some swears and some sexual elements throughout the series. And that kind of did hurt it. Like I said, in terms of identity, it kind of clashed a little bit. But um, first one, it's it's fun. It's fine. It's got a lot of your tropes that you would expect from this kind of movie. Um, I think that it really plays into it and it's uh, self-aware of that. Um, the, some of the kills are extremely satisfying um, and fun for me. And, you know, acting is fine. You're not, I'm not, there's no, nobody of importance, not importance, but nobody of stature in this entire trilogy other than, I guess, Jillian. What's your last name? Jillian? Jacobs. Jacobs, yeah. She's the only one that I would say. Britta from Community. Yeah. That's like of that you can even recognize. She's in the first one? She no, she's in the second. Oh. Second and third one. Okay. I'm just well, talking about this trilogy. But no, the first one, this one doesn't have anybody that I don't think there's anyone in this that anyone would know. Other than Britta from She's community. in two and three though. I'm talking about this first oh. one. Oh. Yeah, so you know. I had fun with it. Okay, Fear Street is terrible. It's it's not, but it is going. terrible. It's just because it's like self-aware and uh, like I guess it's kind of tongue-in-cheek, but I it's like not any better because of that, or it doesn't do anything with that. Like I guess it's supposed to be um, relic, um, like replicating like Scream, which I've only seen Scream like once, but. Um, I don't know. It doesn't say anything. It's not doing anything interesting like Scream, like Scream did, um, you know, taking the slasher genre and flipping it on its head. It's very much just still a slasher movie, but yeah, it's rated R, but it still feels super YA. Like the acting is bad. The writing is terrible. The music is God awful. They have, I think the entire budget just went to music because they've got about 30 song drops and they all happen two seconds after one another. Um, yeah, I like this story too. I, it seems I haven't seen the trilogy, so I can't say how it wraps up or how it ties together, but it just seems like it would make more sense to start in 1666 and then move forward. Like, nope. We see these, <laughs> like we just the way it ties in. I don't know. It just feels like it feels like this should have been a mini series. This it feels very. Uh, televisual it's just like feels like it could have been six episodes and this was two episodes put together of of a tv show like i don't know it 
yeah, it was not for me. Well, you, if you watched the trilogy, you would know that it, why, why the chronological order is this way. Yeah, I'm sure. But like watching this, I was just thinking like, why, why wouldn't they start in 1666 and then move forward? Like, I don't know this, the killers too, in this, like how they, they're just, um, well, they're brought back right from the dead because of this witch uh i don't know like <clears throat> they say they list all of these things that happen in shady side and all of these people that were turned killers or killers or whatever and they're like oh she's bringing back all of them but then there you only ever see like three or four of them chasing them at once it's like there would be more than that um again you have to watch all three for to make sense okay well that's okay so as a movie then as a singular movie it doesn't stand it's on not its own a ting- it's a tr- exactly it's a trilogy sure lord of the rings is a trilogy but each, each movie, movie stands great. on its own yeah but this isn't lord of the rings <laughs> yeah it's trash <laughs> it's not trash it's got very good to above average reviews across the board on every site you look at okay um so just because you don't like it doesn't mean it's garbage but it's, it is though. It's bad. It's like it's every good. technical aspect. Like it's vibrant. Has some vibrant colors, so people are getting fooled into thinking that this looks amazing. It Red doesn't look amazing. There's a bunch of shitload of neon colors. I don't so. think anyone says it looks amazing. I like. I mean, this movie's better like than a, a lot of show. horror it's movies. Active, it's acted like a television show. The plot plays out like a television show. Well, it's YA book. Yeah, exactly. So is Lord of the Rings. Not really. <laughs> You you can't keep bringing up the best trilogy of all time <laughs> as a standard. Like, there's so like Godfather regarded as one of great trilogy. The third one sucked. This one doesn't have any. This I'd rather watch the third one over this any day. No, the third one it literally has one of the worst scenes of all time. Okay, this whole movie is, is like that scene extended out to an hour, no. two hours. This movie's <laughs> these the whole trilogy is fun. It's charming. It's that's um, see that's what people are saying but like i don't i well didn't have didn't any fun it. watching this you didn't watch it Did you yeah i fell asleep it was so boring no I had to rewatch Did the fucking last half hour uh i've seen it before but it's been a long time yeah i think you would like it yeah anyway part one second best of the trilogy well i hated it i'm not watching the next two so uh one star for me <laughs> Um, it's garbage. It's not garbage. Um, and there is... You can just spoil it if you want to talk with the rest of them. I don't well, care. I don't know if Jacob wants to watch it. Don't watch him. No, <laughs> definitely watch him. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to get to him. Thousand percent recommend. Especially because it's Netflix. Three stars. Thousand percent recommend them. <laughs> that's a great... That's a three-star movie is a good is a good movie to recommend. It's not a... Yeah, but when you have your... Like, when you have your watch list, that's all of these other movies you could be watching... Um, doesn't matter. This was <laughs> on my watch list. And I got it's all horror. Three. It's like obligatory for you to watch. Yeah, I do watch a lot of horror. So, but one of the other great, well, not. But it's not horrific at all either. That's the that's another bad thing. Well, Rated R horror movie, and it's not scary at all in the slightest. Well, it's not going to be not scary. even tense either. It's not going for scares. The jump, the jump scares in this, or like the quote unquote jump scares, where they 
they constantly bring the music up. Oh my god, it's so bad. They do that a lot in part one. Yeah, I think I think it settles in part two. I think is the best of the trilogy. Um, again, does have like like the the through throughout the entire um, you know the knock that you can say across the board is um, that like I said, it has kind of a identity crisis because it's you know who are who are they appealing to? Um, you know, like it's supposed to be young adult, or is it appealing to R rated like? you know, older generation. Um, but I think it still works because I, I, you can appreciate it for what it is. A lot of practical effects, which is great too. And I'll get to another movie that I watched that, you know, doesn't have a lot of practical effects and it, you know, it hurts it a lot. Um, this one, the second one is pretty, definitely the, the most gruesome of the, of the three, definitely the, the, um, most, jarring i guess you could say in terms of like the kills and stuff um you have like your a true you know full-blown killer identity or a killer guy that kind of comes in and um is like your jason or your mike myers of you know of this world um and that would be um 1978 right or 76 78 yep um yeah, uh, the second one's a l- better than the first one. They're all p- pretty much on the same playing field. I think the as a whole, they they all kind of have their own deeming, redeeming qualities. They also have their same, you know, all have their obvious flaws that, you know, it's not award-winning, but, um, you know, definitely worth the trilogy. And then the third one, third should win one awards. helps, huh? It should win awards. It might. Razzies. <laughs> It might win an award. Who knows? Got him. <laughs> but um, yeah. I mean, it's a fun series. Uh, I definitely, like I said, highly recommend. Um, hi- highly recommend this series, especially obviously if you have Netflix. Which, if you don't, I don't know how you're surviving. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but everybody has access. To everyone that. has access. Either you're paying for it or someone else's. But um. Watch the series. The third one wraps up everything really nicely, you know, and you get a full-blown trilogy that's start to finish. Everything's closed. You know, you have a nice ending, a nice um, res- uh, resolve that feels good and worth the worth the time. They're all under a little under two hours, so they're not long, not long watches. <coughs> um, yeah. I enjoyed the trilogy. All all of them three stars. Thousand percent recommend all of them three stars. <laughs> Get to them right away. They're all three stars though. Yeah, <laughs> I would thousand percent. I mean, a three star movie is a good movie. Mm-hmm. I agree. So it's definitely watch it. I wouldn't say rush out to see a three star movie though. Well, they're not rushing out to go see it or pay for it. If you have Netflix, like I said, you only uh, watch but it. You got to commit six hours of your life to it, and it's worth it completely. All right, Jacob, you said you don't have anything, right? Mm-hmm. All right, well, then I'll go next, because I did watch the movie that we were supposed to feature, but you fuckers didn't watch it. I wanted to watch I it. Have, you literally I had no interest in this not movie. Not to watch it. I do want to watch this still. Uh, so I watched Gunpowder Milkshake, which came out on Wednesday, also on Netflix. And um, I liked it. 
I liked it. Uh, Gunpowder Milkshake is um, directed by Navat. Yeah, good luck. Papu Shadow, <laughs> uh, who's kind of a newer director. Um, I've only seen, yeah. So I haven't even seen anything else that he's done, but he's only worked on a few things. Uh, his first movie I have in my watch list. I don't know why, but something interested me about it. Uh, but yeah, it's just um, very action-oriented, kind of over-the-top movie in the style of, I would describe it as Tarantino and um, Snyder uh, together, but with less charm than Tarantino, maybe equal and to Snyder. Sti- <laughs> equal to Snyder, yeah. Um, it's very, the visuals are very uh, Snyder-esque, um, just like how the film looks. It's set in this like alternate universe almost too, where like everybody has it's you can't tell what time period is it is I guess so maybe not an alternate universe but it's just unknown what time period it's set in and they never establish that or say anything about it which is interesting um but yeah it's it's uh it's fun for sure and the action is really solid the writing isn't great and the first the plot the plot is simple which is which is good um for this kind of movie. But yeah, it's uh takes a little bit to get going and then once it does, it's you know, it's fun. And um I don't think I've ever seen or yeah, it's been like forever since I've seen Oculus, so I can't tell if like Karen Gillan is like if she's bad in it or if like she's supposed to be super like deadpan, like that's her character. So I guess that's a fault of the movie for not establishing like what her who she is, I guess, because, I mean, she does, like, get separated from her mom, and she's raised basically by a uh, organization who, like, trains her to be a killer, so I guess that kind of makes sense for her character, but I can't tell if she's, like, playing it out deadpan or if she's just bad in it. Well, have you seen Jumanji? <laughs> no. I just don't think that she's She might not talented, be great. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's fair. I haven't seen a lot of her stuff. Like I said, Oculus... And Guardians, but she's in full makeup in Guardians all the time. I don't know. Uh, yeah, it feels like it's trying a little too hard sometimes too, like to be this like comedic, uh, ride this like comedic edgy line. There are some really funny parts in it. It it does work on that level, but there's like a, p- a prop where um, you know she's like this badass assassin. But her bag of guns says, I love kittens on it. You know, shit like that. It's yeah. just like really corny. Um, yeah. The, um, there's some really interesting or cool choices, I guess I should say. Like uh, the music during the fight scenes. I love that. It's like that's a, a big thing that reminded me of Tarantino. is kind of like mariachi music almost. Um there's a scene where she fights or she goes up against a group of villains that all wears uh, masks and they're all different universal monsters and there's exactly five of them so all all five are covered it's just like a, a just a choice that I loved um, but yeah there's like some small plot discrepancies I guess I can save it if Jacob watches it but um, mm, yeah that's all. I guess that's all I'll say. But I liked it a lot. It was fun. Three, three point five for me. 
Cool. Josh? Yep. I watched a Sam Raimi film known as Drag Me to Hell. It's known as that or it's that's the title? It's known as that. Mm. As well as its actual title. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's... I don't know why... I. I mean, we mentioned this on the show previously because we talked about Sam Raimi a little bit. Um, so I finally dove back in, wanted to watch, was in a horror mood after watching Fear Street Part 1. So I watched Drag Me to Hell um, that night as well. I, I remember liking that movie. I have no idea why a lot of people, why this has much praise because oh. it's actually not that very, not very good. Um, and it's... The com- the CG that's used in it is so bad, it's comical. And for this movie to be... It's pretty old, though. To the, I it? mean, like 2009. It's not like ages old. That's a long time ago now. 12 years. Yeah, but this is like and it also very, very bad. It was only 30 million. But yeah. But like Lower budget. horribly bad at parts. Like very, very, very bad. Like... I always thought Sam Raimi was like a practical effects guy, but apparently not because there's a lot of CG in this that's like horrible. Every scene that had CG in it was horrible. Um, also, I know that Sam Raimi does have like a comical side to all of his films, but I just think it clashes. I don't think they work. It works well for me at all. I don't know. I can see where maybe some people like his style. It doesn't work for me. Um, it's just, you know, to the point where it's, like I said, egregious and like, there's, I don't really understand any of the, like, this has like an 80 something meta score, like, and I don't really think it deserves that at all because there's nothing really that's stands out in this movie as like even good or like great on that, on that aspect. Like, it's just very bone dry and like. I don't know if you're a Sam Raimi fan. I, fan, I guess that's why he it you would like it. But if you're not, which apparently I don't think I am, um, it's just not going to be a movie worth watching. Um, it did have some good parts, um, and some of the charm of Sam Raimi is kind of cool. Like you can tell, he definitely has his own style, which I can appreciate. And um, but it's just you know not going to be for me. Um, and I don't really, you know, I liked Evil Dead, the new one, but that's obviously not him. But he started, he created the universe, so um, I guess I can give him credit for that one too. But um, yeah, I don't. It's not very good. Um, I gave it a three star. It's not that. I wish I would have changed it. It's, it's. <laughs> I said three star, so I had to land on it, but it's a two and a half. That's a three. But I have to say, yeah. Gotta rewatch it though. If you want to change it, yeah. <laughs> no, we'll watch it. So it's a three. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, I rewatched uh, blah, 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 Grand Budapest because I bought the Criterion and I wanted to pop. Uh, it's been a long time since I've seen it, and French Dispatch is coming up, so I was in a little bit of a Wes Anderson mood. And uh, yeah, I do not remember it being this good because I loved the Grand Budapest Hotel. Um, You definitely have to be a fan of Wes Anderson. It's obviously extremely (laughs) 
Wes Anderson-y. Um, the writing style, the just the comedic quips and stuff, it's all, yeah, super, super Wes Anderson-y. But, yeah, I loved it, and I think just the plot and how it's set up to, I obviously forgot all of that, but it's an amazing... Um, what am I... Th- what's the word I'm thinking? There's an amazing framing device um, of it going starting in present day and then going back in time and then back in time and then back in time. It's like this story is like um, like a Russian nesting doll where it starts in the present and then she's reading a book by this author and then it goes to the author and it flashes back to when the, when the author is younger and then he's meeting... He's talking with Zero, who's the lobby boy, and then it flashes back to when Zero, when he's younger, and that's like the meat of the story right there. But I just love that framing device, and it's not like confusing. It jumps around; it only jumps around really between two of the time periods. But, um, yeah, just the like relationship between, uh, it's a uh, Monsieur Gustave and Zero, the relationship that they build. And then just, uh, yeah, like their, I guess, friendship. And now that grows and it's, it's mostly about, uh, Gustav and his, but there's like this mystery in it involved, uh, with an inheritance as well in this, in this picture. I don't know just how everything comes together and Wes Anderson's whole cast of, of actors, like everybody is amazing. Tilda Swinton in, um, old, old lady makeup as she likes to do again or old man is in this yeah or old man um but yeah it's i i liked it a lot more than i remember and i would like to revisit it as well and is it changes two other technical things that it does very interesting is it changes aspect ratios for each time period so each time period it, the aspect ratio is reflective of what what you would have seen on tv at that time and then just like his cinematography and framing, how everything is like very head on. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like described as like looking like if you were to watch a a movie through a dollhouse or like at like that's how it's framed. You know, everything's very head on. And then it breaks that sometimes only to have like like an emotional moment or like something where it's almost like, you know, how like Yorgos is very like deadpan and like yeah straight just <laughs> straightforward it's like that but with a lighthearted comedic you know upbeat feeling to it like a lot of stuff is just very uh matter of fact deadpan straightforward but then like there are emotional moments and then that's when like that breaks and you can kind of tell the difference so yeah uh, all of his stuff he likes to like challenge just like what what your expectations are and like what you're used to seeing in movies and see if you can accomplish something within those parameters. And yeah, it's good. I can't wait for uh French dispatch now. That's this year, right? Mm-hmm. That's, is that a Christmas one? I think it's in November. I could be wrong though. But yeah. Love it. Uh, 4.5 this time. I think it went up at least half a star certified banger. It is a certified banger. Have you ever seen this, Jacob? No. Oh, or yes. Josh? I have, but it was 
when it came out. Like I think the only one I've seen oh, from so him is Moon Rise. Yeah, I don't remember anything. Yeah, this is now tied for my favorite. I still have to see mo- all of his stuff. I've only seen... I haven't seen Mr. F- Fantastic Mr. I think Fox. there's two or three that I have not seen. I haven't seen Royal Tenenbaums, nope. um, Darjeeling Limited, and Rushmore. I think I've seen everything else. So, but it is tied right now with Moonrise Kingdom for my favorite Wes Anderson. And I can bring you the criterion next week, I yeah, guess. Yeah, I'm done. I didn't realize it was this short either. Yeah, it's very short. Mm-hmm. Hour 39. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I thought it'd be like a 239. Yep. Paced very well. Are all his movies short? I think the majority of them are. For some I don't reason, think any I just of them assumed he was a long, like a... No, because you know. a lot of them are like... I mean, most of them are... You, I would say the main genre would be comedy. And it's just... Yeah, he... Tells him quick. Uh, yeah. Anything else? That's it for me. No, I don't have anything. Jacob? You already know I don't. (laughs) Okay. Uh, so next week we are reviewing old. Um, are we also reviewing G.I. Joe or not? I would say... I would watch it, but I'm not interested in it, if that makes sense. Me, same. I won't be here. French dish, Dispatch. Oh, you won't even be here. Yeah, so French Dispatch guys, so is also you. October 22nd. Oh, it's October. Nice. October 22nd is... So Dune? Dune. Dune and... we Wasn't there another one we talked about, or is it French Dispatch? We talked about two movies yesterday that were the same day. When's the last night? I don't night remember anything as for mystery. Does that have a release date? Yeah, it's this year. Yeah, it's I know fall. it's this year. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I know it it Thanks. Yeah, it's this year. Yes. <laughs> I uh, doubt it's the same day as those two movies. It's a week That's after. It's too big. 29th. There wow. you go. October. Oh, my God. It's going to be strong as fuck. Okay, so I guess just old for next week. And that wraps us up. So if you have uh, questions or comments, you can send us an email at sudsandcinemapodcast at gmail.com. Follow me on Letterboxd and Untapped at the KG Project. I'm on both of those as JSAL517. That's JSAL517. And I am on both at Josh underscore Saldana. All right. Thanks for listening. Cheers, guys.